I have a, a confession to make. I want to be transparent with you um, this morning. I recently went through a prayer slump. Um, I don't know. Just uh, start to pray in the morning and my mind went numb. I just, I just couldn't seem to get focused. Um, just easily distracted, right? Um, anybody relate? You don't have to put your hands up. Uh, that, that happens, right? And what happens when we're in a slump like that, when our prayer life goes sour? Uh, for me, I feel dry. I feel, just, just feel off. Uh, feel a little distant from God. Uh, easier uh, in, when I'm in a place like that to think negative thoughts about myself, about others, about situations. A lot easier to say and maybe do things that I wouldn't normally, right? Because just the way it is. We can all have our ups and downs, can't we? In our spiritual lives. There, there's nobody that's on a clear trajectory. Um, nobody's going to be perfect. But, but let me ask you this, this morning. Who wants to have strong faith, and a good relationship with God. We all do, right? I mean, that's why we're here. For that to happen, I will say this after 40-some years of walking with the Lord, if we're going to have that strong faith and a good relationship with the Lord, we're going to need to have a regular and consistent prayer life. Remember a couple of weeks ago, we looked at four um, habits of those who have a worldview, a view of life, uh, that, that lines up with the scriptures, that lines up with what God says. And one of the things that you find consistently in their lives, uh, one is, is Bible reading. We talked about that last week. Um, but also a regular prayer life, a regular prayer life. So I want to give you some uh, simple tips this morning. And when you make things complicated, it just gets complicated, doesn't it? it it's, just, it's harder. Um, so I want to just give some simple tips tips. I don't, I'm not going to get into an in-depth study on prayer, but simple tips that I think will help us all to have a regular, consistent prayer life. Okay, I'm going to title this this morning, Developing a Habit of Prayer. So the first thing I want to look at this morning is how you and I look at prayer. For, for a lot of years, I, I tell you, for me, it was the thing I'm supposed to do. I got to have my devotions in the morning. And if I don't, God's going to be disappointed with me the whole rest of the day. Right? I, I, I got to tell you, um, I may have shared this before, I don't know, but uh, I had a situation one time. I had one of those mornings. Busy and this and distracted. This is before I know it, I'm at work and I missed my devotions. And of course, God was like, well, you know. So I went through the day, had kind of a lousy day at work. And I, got, and I walk out of work, and I'm sitting in the parking lot. And I said, well, Lord, you know, it was a, it was a rotten day. And, of course, it was a rotten day because I didn't do what I was supposed to do this morning. Man, still get you. Um, and, these, and these two sparrows just, just kind of flew out of nowhere and landed in front of the car. And, and, and I just, the voice of the Lord spoke to my heart and said, you know, you're more important than the sparrows. Probably covering that in Matthew, um, where Jesus said, you know, you guys, you got to understand, 
not a sparrow falls from the sky except God knows it. And if he cares about the sparrows, how much more does he care about you? Because you are worth so much more than the sparrows. And I, it just, I just drank in the Lord's love for me, right? How much, you are so important to me, more than a sparrow. And, I, and, and it's like I'm answering him in my heart. You know, I'm saying, Lord, but I, but I missed my time this morning. He says, but I was there the whole rest of the day. Where were you? I wanted to still fellowship with you and hear your heart and sow into you. But you kind of closed me off because you thought I was upset with you. I love you, right? And just that, that very simple illustration allowed me to not only drink in the love of the Lord, but, but to realize that, you know, he's there all day long, even if I have an MS, right? Because he loves us. But how do we look at prayer? Is it something we're supposed to do? If we don't do it, God's upset with us. Um, why should we pray regularly? Why? I'll give you five simple reasons this morning. Number one, because we get to. Why should we pray regularly? Because we get to. Uh, Psalm 8, 4. What is man, David says, that you're mindful of him, son of man, that you care for him. Right? David's looking up in the sky. Who am I? Who am I that you take mind of me? You know, who was I sitting in that car that day that the Lord would just send two sparrows to me? Right? What is he? He does. He loves us. He cares for us. We get to talk to the creator of the universe. He is there waiting to spend time with you and with me. We get to do that. We have his ear, right? Because why? Number two, because God is listening. Psalm 34, 15, the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears cry. Now we've talked about this a lot. This microphone is going in and out and in and out here. So not sure what's going on with that. The, we, we've talked about this before. The righteous. Who are the righteous? Well, we are made righteous, as, as Rick articulated this morning, right, through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Not our righteousness. Our righteousness always falls short. But perfect righteousness, read Romans, you'll love it, is given to us as a gift through our faith in Jesus Christ. Right? So those are the righteous. And the Lord's eyes are toward the righteous and his ears toward their cry. God is listening to you and to me. And I know there's 8 billion people in the world, and I know everybody's problems are bigger than ours and all of that, but God still wants to listen to you and to me. Big things, small things. We were created for fellowship with God. Not just to come when it's a crisis. We were created to live out of that fellowship. That's why he made us in the first place, right? That's why he said to me, where were you? I was there all day long waiting for you. God is listening. So why pray? Number one, because we get to. Number two, because God is listening. Number three, because prayer makes a difference. I don't know how this works. I will tell you, I do not know how this works. God is sovereign over the whole universe. 
But somewhere in his sovereignty, he's given us a gift called prayer. And things happen. The Bible tells over and over and over again, things happen when we pray that don't happen when we don't pray. God somehow interweaves our prayers into his sovereignty. And it's awesome. It's awesome. James 5.16, the prayer of a righteous, again righteous in Christ, the prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Great power unleashed when you and I pray. Number four, why should we pray regularly? Because we want to hear from God. At least I do. <laughs> I, got, I got troubles. I got situations. I got you know, things going on in my heart and life. I need to hear from God. I spent, I spent years on my own doing things my way, listening to my voice, listening to people around me, listening to the philosophies of the world, and that didn't work out too well. I need to hear from God. How about you? We need His assurance, don't we? I needed that assurance that day when He spoke to me in a very personal, very profound way. I needed that assurance of his love. We need his counsel, the things that we're going through, don't we? We need to hear from God. And number five, uh, I don't have scripture on this, but I certainly do have a whole lot of experience, and so do you. Relationships are built on communication. Now you might say, you know, I have this wonderful friend. We are just wonderful friends, and I talk to them. They're in another state, and I talk to them maybe twice a year. Okay, they may be a wonderful friend, okay? But what's the difference between that friend and someone that you talk to a couple times a week? The closeness of that relationship, right? Relationships are built on communication. Sharing hearts one with another. That's what brings people close. That's what brings us and God close. Got to have that regular communication with Him. So why pray? One, because we get to. Two, because God is listening. Three, because prayer makes a difference. Four, because we want to hear from God. And five, because relationships are built on communication. Now, what about methods of prayer? Okay, how do, how do we do this? You want to have a regular prayer life, how do we do it? There's probably as many methods out there as there are people. And not one thing works for everybody. Find what works for you. There's a plethora of things you can look online um, there are whole books written on the subject, etc., etc. You need to find what works for you. Time of day, right? Place, position, whatever, right? Um, but and, and we know things that habits take time. What is it? 21 days, 28 days, whatever it is, um, to get it. So you got to put some. You and I got to put some effort into that to develop a habit. But I want to I share uh, something that I found uh, that very, very helpful. Um, years ago, I had the privilege 
of being in a cohort, uh, a group of pastors together, uh, led by a man named Daniel Henderson. Uh, Daniel is, was a senior pastor for around 30 years. He's now the president of Strategic Renewal. Uh, it's a prayer-based initiative for uh, bringing renewal to Christians and churches. Uh, and he's also the global director for the 6-4 fellowship, Acts chapter 6, 4, where it says, and they gave themselves to prayer and the ministry of the word. So it, it's a fellowship of pastors with that, that focus. You know, what are, what are the most two most important things that God has given me to do? Prayer and the ministry of the word. Um, he's also written books, etc. cetera. Uh, great guy, great guy. Um, and Henderson, with the Lord's help, he came up with a simple concept that he calls worship-based prayer. And I, and I like this for two reasons. One, that it's very simple. And two, that it's based on the Lord's Prayer. Uh, so it's definitely biblical. Okay? So, here's how it goes. Upward, downward, inward, outward. Okay? Say that with me. Upward, downward, Inward, outward. You want to do the hand motions? <laughs> you, you, you kind of when you when you say that it just kind of flows, doesn't it? Up, down, in, out. Okay. Um, upward. Upward is worship. Right? We see that in the Lord's Prayer, Matthew 6, 9. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Lord, there is none like you. There is none beside you. There is none before you. You are the ultimate. You are God, perfect in, in power and in majesty and in wisdom and in love and in mercy and in faithfulness and in righteousness, right? God is all of those things. That's why Jesus told us to start there, right? God is awesome. And, and the thing that happens when we, when we exalt God like that, it kind of turns the world right side up. Because you and I get bogged down in circumstances and situations, and oh no, what's going to happen here? And then we lift up our eyes on Him and see Him for who He is, in, including the fact that He loves us very much. And it turns the world right side up again, doesn't it? We see who God is compared to my problem, my situation. All-powerful, sovereign. He loves me. He's with me, right? Second Chronicles 20 gives a, gives a story. Went over this in, in Bible study a couple weeks ago um, where the Israel is about to be, or Judah is about to be attacked by all these armies, bigger, you know, just huge army coming against them, all these other kings. And, and they don't know what to do. Jehoshaphat's like, I, 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 I don't know what to do here. And uh, so they, they call for prayer, because prayer is powerful, right? And, uh, and, and, and they fast, and they pray before the Lord, and the Lord sends the prophet, gives a word to the prophet in answer to that prayer, and the prophet comes, and he says, now listen, um, God's got you on this. Matter of fact, he is, he's, he's going to fight this battle for you. You don't even have to fight it. You're not even going to have to fight it. So wait a day and then go out to meet this army. Okay, that was the word of the prophet. So um, they took that word very seriously. 
and, and in obedience to what the Lord said, they went out. But here's what Jehoshaphat did. They put the praisers, they put the worship team in the front of the army. They were the front line. And they marched off into battle going, The Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. And they sang that over and over about the goodness of the Lord and their praising. And that was their banner. That was their cry. It wasn't, hey, it was, it was, you know, look at us. We are, no, it was our God, right? And they put the, the worship team, out. that's kind of why we start the service with worship, right? It just kind of opens everything up. And so by the time they get to the battle, God sent uh, a, a, a confusion amongst the other, and, and the two of them gathered together and they fought this one, and then they fought against each other, and by the time uh, Judah and their army got up there, everybody was dead. They had, they had defeated one another, there, was, there, was, there wasn't one of them left. It's like, okay, right? Yeah, God, who is God compared to this army? that is coming against me. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, I'm weak. Yeah, I could be defeated here. Absolutely. But who is our God, right? Worship. Worship. Lift him up. Exalt him for who he is. It turns side up and turns them around, doesn't it? So upward, upward, which, which also Thanksgiving, you know, is going to be a part of that, isn't it? Thankful for all that God has done in the past and things that he's gotten us through, right? So upward worship, downward. Downward is our response to who God is, right? Our response to who he is. God, you're awesome. Wow. This is, this is where uh, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Right? Matthew 6.10. Lord, I, I, I need your guidance. I need your direction. It's, it's also where you and I then respond to him with, with, with our hearts, with, with, a, with a recommitment, with a surrender to his will. Right? If he is all of that, I'm just, I'm going to give myself to you. I'm going to give myself to you. God, what, 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 is, what is your... I want your kingdom to come. Because God's kingdom, God's, God's will, God's ways are, are, are that that bring uh, wisdom and, and clarity and truth and, and blessing into our lives, right? I, I, I can screw things up in a heartbeat. Uh, but when I do things God's way, right? There's blessing in it. There's life in it. And so... We're, we're saying, God, you tell me. And we humble ourselves. That's our response to who God is. We get humble in his presence, don't we? You know, yesterday I was all that in a bag of chips, but standing in the glory of God, I love that Isaiah chapter 6. Here is the prophet Isaiah, the, you know, big old prophet. And, and he says, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. He was high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. And when I saw him, he said, I was undone. Right? We get undone in the presence of the Lord, in the presence of his awesomeness and his majesty. And we say, okay, God, 
You're all that. I, I, give me your wisdom. Tell me your will. Tell me your ways. This is the listening part of prayer too. God, what do you want? What are you saying? What are you doing? Right? Your kingdom come. Your will be done in my life. And whether or not we get specifics on a certain day, right? there's that sense of that recommitment of our lives to him. I mean, we, we say Jesus is my Savior and he's my Lord. Ooh, right? Lord, Lord, greatness, Lord, your will, your ways, your kingdom. So that's downward. Inward, inward. Here's, here's what's on my heart. Here's the things I'm struggling with, Lord. Here's what I need, Lord. Give us this day our daily bread. Right? I got needs, my family's got needs, we got, you know, all this stuff that's going through, sharing our heart with the Lord. I need, I, I need from you, Lord. Um, looking to that great and awesome God as our provider of all that we need, right? Wisdom and strength and peace and hope. This is also, is going to include confession of sin. We're opening our heart for the Lord. God, I blew it this morning. I blew it 10 minutes ago. I blew it yesterday. Lord, I come once again for that cleansing, that forgiveness. We'll get into confession again in a couple of weeks here. But uh, the burdens of our hearts, forgive us our debts, right? As we forgive our debtors. Um, Matthew 6:12. So again, upward worship, downward our response, renewal, surrender, inward. Let's get into my heart. Here's what I need. What do you want to speak to me, Lord? And then outward. Outward. Now that we've seen him, now that we've called upon him, now that we've gotten our hearts right, gotten wisdom or direction, it's time to take on the day. Time to take on the day. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Right? Um, I, I, I love that because it, it, it's, it's like, I know my weakness. Lord, keep me clear of that. Because if I get close to that, I, that's a weak point. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Right? Now that we know who he is, this is where you and I focus on the promises of God. He is with us. He is for us. He is our God. He is my victory. He is my champion. He is my life, my light, my wisdom, my help, my strength, my hope. And now I'm going out into the day. He knows what I'm going to face, and he is with me. Let's go, Lord. Let's go. Let's go into this world. What do you have for me today? Who do you want me to talk to today? What do you want me to do How do, you know, in my relationships today? What, what opportunities might I have to share your love with someone else? Right? Whether, whether I use words or not, let's go into the day. Let's seize this day for all it's worth. Right? Again, upward worship, downward 
response to who he is, surrender. Inward, what's on my heart? And now outward, you're with me. Let's take on the day. Simple, right? But it's something that you and and don't um, um, you know don't don't make it a rule. You 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 might you might spend one morning on upward. You you might not get past that. You might just get so caught up in personal worship of who God is that you just, you just hit the floor on your face before Him because you get this utter sense of His holiness and His greatness and His awesomeness and you just can't move but to worship and to say, God, you are great, you are awesome, right? And that, that might take up the whole time. Who knows? Right? Or downward. Downward, responding to that. Um, sometimes there's just so many things on our hearts that we want to talk to the Lord about. Okay, so don't don't make it okay. Well, let's see. I, I got 20 minutes and five minutes of this and five minutes. When I, for me, when I get into stuff like that, I I, I went to a um, uh, it was called Change the World School of Prayer. Went to a seminar once. And it was the hour that changes the world. And it was just like that. It was 10 minutes of this and 20 minutes of this and 30 minutes of this and, 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 and this. And it was just boom, 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 boom. And that lasted about four days. It's like, okay, where, where am I? What, what time? You know, let it flow. Let it be genuine. Let it be real. But just remember, upward. You're always, you're always going to start with upward, right? Upward, downward, inward, outward. Get those things going, whatever, whatever way it goes. Get in that habit. I guarantee, if you're not there already, I guarantee it'll change your life. Prayer is powerful and effective. And I will say this if from my own life. The biggest results that we are going to see in all of it is the positive changes in our hearts and in our lives. Amen? Prayer. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. Let's pray. Father, we thank you once again for your love and grace. We thank you that, that you want to meet with us in prayer. That you want to hear from us. That you want to speak with us. And we pray that as we do, that you would draw us. God, we got so many distractions, so many buzzes and bells and notifications and, and uh, everything from uh, dogs that throw up to <laughs> kids that are screaming and, and uh, uh, medical things and, and phones and just so many things, Lord, vying for our attention. We pray that you would draw us individually, Lord, you would help us to know that you are there for us. Not, not, you're, you're not Santa Claus, but you are there to meet with us, there to spend time with us. Because you made us for that. So help us, Lord. Help us. We thank you. We give you the glory and all the honor. 
Through Christ we pray. Amen and amen.